Previously on Algoa FM Breakfast. We did promise uh, that we've got our resident legal eagle in the house. Vinesh mm. Naidu joins us this morning to chat about the, the, the fact that millions of South Africans, as, as freelance radio presenters included, the fact that we're struggling to fight to the ongoing battle of debt, a problem that's worsened over the last decade. And given the current economic turbulence and its knock-on effects on the consumer, rising petrol prices, although we did witness a fuel drop uh, today um, and inflationary pressures over indebtedness will increase and pose a significant threat to the financial well-being of South Africans. Vinesh, good morning and thank you so much for joining us. Good morning team, it's absolutely wonderful to be back and to see you guys in person again. Yes. Thankfully there's been not much change. Uh, there has been, see. there has been, you've got a lot less hair on your face. <laughs> the last time we saw you, you had a COVID beard. I and was in disguise, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it was on the bench at the time. Yes. Yeah. Finish? And yes, it's it's been, you know, uh, the COVID has been, it had such a an impact on all people, I think, in all facets and all walks of life. And particularly in Algoa country, I think that the financial ramifications on people and people losing their employment because, mm. you know, companies just couldn't uh, operate in, you know, with lockdown and, and the financial impact and, on, on people was just, you know, so horrific. Mm. And we've seen it, unfortunately, in, 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 in people coming to visit legal aid for assistance with regards to not being able to keep up with their financial obligations and also the impacting in the matters that we do in, in, in court. People being evicted from homes, are you seeing a lot of that, repossession of cars? Well, the impact is as is, you know, is wide-ranging. So, yes, people are being evicted because they can't keep up with their rental payment. Uh, that is if they're renting. Uh, there's many of those eviction matters. There's also, you know, people being unable to pay their, their bond and their mm. uh, installment sale agreement. And, you know, um, the, the banks, as much as we, we love them, uh, because they provide a service, uh, some banks have been very ruthless with regards mm. to not affording people opportunities and not recognizing the impact of COVID. You know, in many instances, if you're unable to pay your bond, then uh, the foreclosure procedures come into being. And even though you may have been paying your bond for 11, 12, 15 years and skipped out on a couple of months of payment, the bank says, nope, sorry, we need to sell your house. Uh, and we're still going to sue you for the balance once we sell the house on auction. Uh, what is the right of uh, the person renting a house, for example? Let's say they've fallen behind with rent for a couple yeah. of months. The sheriff comes around with a piece of paper. Uh, must you first acknowledge by signing and then by acknowledging then you have to pay type of thing? Because a lot of people, they tend to stay behind the walls and not open the door for the sheriff to, to sign that piece of paper. What what's the right, what's, what happens to the rights over there for the person renting? <laughs> you know, that's it's a, that's speaking, a loaded question. Are you speaking, speaking from, from experience? experience. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you hiding behind the wall there, Charlie. Uh, well, first of all, we've got, we've got to make a distinction between are you being sued for the rear rental or, or are you is there an application for your eviction? eviction yeah. Either way, you, you accept uh, the uh, a copy of the application for the eviction or the summons in terms of the arrear debt. Uh, if it's for eviction, uh, you cannot be evicted without a court order. So the matter has to go to court, and then the court will have to decide the time frames just and what time frame is just and equitable for you to find alternative accommodation. If it's with regards to a debt, you can either acknowledge that you do owe the money and try and make arrangements to pay that off. 
Or you can say, well, I don't owe the money and I'm not paying a cent. In either event, you know, the matter will have to be ventilated Mm -hmm. in the appropriate legal forum. Yeah. But the biggest concern, guys, is, you know, um, people out there and, and this is what's so great about the show is that we want an informed citizenry. You know, we want people in Algoa country to know what their rights mm. are. So if you are faced with a foreclosure application, which is, uh, uh, you know, if the, the bank now wants to take your home, it's the law states. And I don't want to go into details about case law and, and you know, that type of thing. We'll just keep it as simple as possible. Yeah. Is that only happens as a last resort. So if you have an income, so if you were earning X amount a month and now you're earning X less that amount uh, and you cannot afford anything, then there is a possibility that the bank, uh, the court may say, look, having regard to the arrear amount outstanding and that you can't afford to pay it and that you're not going to pay it, then, you know, in the circumstances, maybe it is a good thing to sell the property. In those circumstances, uh, you know, then a reserve price has to be set. And a lot of people don't know this. In the past, the banks would just sell properties on auction for even one rand. It used to happen in the past like that until the, uh, you know, the law stepped in and said, hang on a second. This is, you know, patently un- unfair and unjust. Yeah. So a reserve price needs to be set in the appropriate circumstance, which is market related value depending on the arrears. Yeah. So that if your house is sold, you at least get something back instead of getting nothing back. However, if you are working, although it's at a beer to reduce amount and you are able to make some payment the courts are more than likely not going to grant a foreclosure order so that your house can be sold in execution. Mm. Irrespective of the arrangement you signed with the banks. Irrespective of the arrangements you signed with the bank. And, you know, it's just a recognition of the hard times that people Mm. are going through, you know, and and we've got to be compassionate. And I just feel that sometimes, you know, these institutions just fail fail to be compassionate in recognizing that the global difficulties that are out there. And the the other side of it is obviously the installment sale agreement. I I had a case uh, the other day where the bank wanted to immediately repossess the lady's car because she lost a job. She managed to obtain a job again and was paying more than in the installment amount. And they were just, well, sorry, you you breached the agreement. You need to give the vehicle back. Single mom with a child. Uh, and had to give the car back, and uh, we managed to successfully, you know, defend that matter, and uh, refer the, the the client to a debt counsellor, and uh, she managed to keep her car. Sure. All right, we're chatting to uh, Vinesh from Legal Aid this morning. A question coming through in our Telegram. Uh, I'm going to keep this person anonymous. Vinesh says, "How do you get your name off debt review status once all has been paid up?" Yeah, you would. I would assume that a matter was an order was made at the relevant uh, court. Uh, you would have to then apply through your debt counselor to uh, have your name removed from the, uh, you know, from that particular matter, and also from the relevant uh, debt services, which sort of blacklist you until such time that your name has been removed. Another comment from uh, another listener, Vinesh, uh, saying that the landlord surely must have rights as well, because at this stage we were talking about the rights um, of the person being evicted or having their vehicle repossessed, but they're saying that the landlord, in the case of the foreclosures and so on, must also have rights surely. No, obviously, uh, most certainly. As as the owner, it is your property at the end of the day, mm. uh, and you can't have people that are residing there without paying any rent uh, i mean it's either an investment for you or it's it's a source of income that you rely upon yeah. but 
you know, everything needs to be done. If you want to go the route of evicting a person, it needs to be done in terms of the Pi Act. Uh, so Sounds pre- good. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Prevention of Illegal Eviction Act, basically to cut it down. Um, So as long as you follow those procedures, I mean, you can always enter into a negotiation with the tenant to say, look, I'm affording you a month or two months to find alternative accommodation. Alternatively, I have to institute legal proceedings. But please, landlords, you cannot take the law into your own hands. You cannot go and change the locks and you cannot go and start putting furniture on the front lawn that is not that is unlawful and that's not going to cut it we're going to have to we're going to have to leave it there sorry vanesh we've run out of time <laughs> oh that's unfortunate it was so quick as well but but just as a parting shot if i may tim i would just like to give a, a big shout out to our talented people in algoa country those ambidextrous people that are able to drive and speak on their phones at the same time uh, i saw a couple of those this morning just a little note to you people out there that it is unlawful and that yeah. if you you do get caught you'll be waving at the magistrate uh, very soon as well and you and you and you wouldn't be able to say, Vinesh, it's me. I listen to you, and I'll go FM. No, I won't recognise you, <laughs> Vinesh from Legal Aid. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Have Vinesh. a great day. Thanks, Vinesh. Bye bye. Algoa FM Breakfast is the business.